Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Sooner Nation? It's your boy, Danny Stutzman. Number 28 on the field. Number two in your heart, because we, we still love Jay Hall. He's still our man. I'm here with my great co-host, Jaron Kanick. And we yep. are back with another episode of Podcast on the Prairie. Sponsored by Crimson and Cream. Yep. The question be mark. back. And then the intro. <laughs> Intro's going crazy. What's up? We're back. It's been a minute. You know, Thanksgiving went, came and went, and um, great to be back talking to everyone. You know, we kind of had a, you know interesting two weeks here, man. I was kind of sick. Now Jaron's a little sick. Mm-hmm. But, hey, the show must go on, whatever it takes. No doubt, man. Another another episode with, with just me and Danny. Uh, we know you guys haven't seen uh, Jay Hall in a couple weeks. He's actually undergoing a very, very serious hail hair transplant surgery as we speak um as we speak i think they just put him under uh we were sending him our, our good luck wishes uh so unfortunately he's not gonna be able to make it he's he's having that surgery done i think they have to remove his his current scalp and then give them this, a scalp of like a nine-year-old girl or something um but... what actually happened was uh b will you know our, our also beloved co-host has been on a while which is totally fine busy man he actually gave uh jay hall an early christmas present and actually fully paid for the surgery which is awesome a really great just, thing to do for him, you know, yeah. in the holidays, really talk about giving back. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't have to do that, but, you know, obviously they go way back. So, B-Well, really appreciate you. I'm, I think hopefully Jay Hall is going to be good with the surgery and everything. I'm sure it goes, you know, thank you for the little Tasha, man. Appreciate her for giving the, her scalp up for Jay Hall. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. Shout out little Tasha, man. She's been listening for a while, and you know we've been making we've been making a lot of jokes really recently about Jay Hall's hairline, of course. And she actually just she emailed us, uh, Twitter DM'd us, reached out, and said she'd love to help, love, love to give back for the holiday season. <laughs> and of course, Jay Hall was super excited too. He he it's accepted it at first, but you know, with the bet that we had earlier in the year, you know, he he, he gave in and he realized you know he'd have a lot more confidence, you know, in the dating scene. You know, we talked about a little bit for you guys that have been watching around, you know, the Ulta, you know, how hyped he was. We go to Ulta was his spot to pick up chicks, but he realized not having hair was kind of, you know, he he was, he was <laughs> going to Macy's more. So now with the hair, he was, he was going to be able to go to Ulta again and really, you know, get into a younger crowd. Uh, so. Yeah. So, so that's why they won't be joining us today. But, you know, luckily you have uh... – we have freaking, an amazing episode planned here. for you guys. So, What's up, Sooner Nation? We are excited to have Crimson and Cream, the official NIL collective of OU Athletics, as our presenting sponsor for the remainder of the season. All right, y'all, now get your bathing suit and your sunscreen ready. Crimson and Cream has just announced a huge promotion. In collaboration with Dylan Gabriel, Crimson and Cream will be giving away a free all-expense five-day trip to Hawaii's beautiful Waikiki Malia Resort at the end of this December. 
all members are eligible to win. Any new member that signs up between now and the end of November will also be entered to win a custom pair of autographed shoes chosen and worn by Dylan before this past week's regular season finale against TCU. Crimson and Cream will also be giving away $100 Hal Smith gift cards eligible for all members each week during the month of December. So there's many chances to win. Hey, listen, y'all. Every member helps. The transfer portal is opening soon. Signing day is in a few weeks. And the power of Sooner Nation is what keeps us competitive moving into the SEC. All right, sign up at CrimsonandCreamCollective.com today using the link in our bio. It helps the show. It helps you. And it helps the Sooners. Let's get into it. Well, I think let's start off with um, we'll go to back back a few weeks, you know, if we can do that to BYU. And I'll kind of give you guys the rundown of my sickness and what happened. And I won't go into full detail there. I'll, I'll save you guys that. But um, you don't want to know the gruesome details. Yeah, you don't want to know how brutal it really was. But, you know, it started off, you know, Thursday night. You know, I, me and the boys went uh, went to a restaurant for some food. And I, I don't, I'm not going to discredit because, like, the food that we had. Because we don't really know if it was food poisoning or some other stomach bug. Because I was sick for, like, a week. But, you know, we had a nice meal to us. I guess I had some, like, uncooked dough or something. I paid for the whole meal, so that was kind of like my karma. I paid, so I just got super sick instead. But next Friday morning, I get hit with this, like, you know, I just woke up at, like, 6 a.m., like, with the most pain in my stomach. And it was brutal. And I went to the facility. I was like, I don't feel too well. And uh, they are like, oh, like, you know, you're probably just, you know, don't want to blow this out of proportion. You're probably fine. And uh, I was like, all right, they're like, just go get some food and you know, see how you feel. I went upstairs. I grabbed like a strawberry and a pineapple is all I really had. And next thing you know, I'm running to the bathroom, ch- throwing the chunk in, you know, it was disgusting. I really shout out to the, the janitors, bro, because I didn't even make it to the bathroom, dude. I was freaking. Let's make my stomach hurt, dude. Yeah, it was, it was gnarly. But <clears throat> yeah, so I was throwing up and having pretty much coming out both ends. And yeah, the flight was terrible, dude. I was, we were on the bus waiting for Coach V because I don't know why Coach V takes so long to get on the bus. You know, he's a very busy man, but I'm like, I try and take a nap. And Jonas, I'm like in the window seat and we're just waiting for like probably 30 minutes. I'm just having my head down laying there. And I like wake up and Jonah, I look at Jonah and just go, and like, it was so bad. Like, literally, no one knew except Jonah. I just, like he was like, oh my gosh, and he like ran, like he got up so fast. I like rush off the bus, and I literally, like I'm, we were on the bus. So I, I'm like, right in the road, just crunched over, you know, throwing up everywhere. Get it all over my suit. Get it all over my shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was gnarly. It was gnarly. No, nobody I, noticed though. He, Danny, I, like, yeah, I came back on the bus and no one knew anything that happened. I texted him like, bro, I just, he's like, wait, what are you talking about? And it was yeah. the nastiest thing ever. You know, everybody is nowadays. Everybody's got their head yeah, everyone's on like their phone. So. Just listening to music. Dan, now, I, get, I get a text from Danny. I didn't even know he got off the bus. I was just TikToking away. But he texted me. He's like, bro, did you see what just happened? I was like, no. What do you mean? He's like, when we pull out, look in the corner over there by the brick wall. We're pulling out. It, it looked like somebody took like a, got a shot. tan it looked, of. It looked, like yeah, got shot. <laughs> it looked like somebody got shot and just bled out. There was like a four foot diameter pile of just. All right, stuff. chill out. Anyway, anyway, but carry on, carry on. Yeah, and then Stick so, this development. Yeah, and I'm also my stomach doesn't feel too hot. We get to, we get to BYU. I don't feel much better. You know, there I'm on. You know, I'm just laying in the train room. I, I walk by for like team meal, and Schmidt can tell I don't look too too hot. He's like, 
I was actually surprised, you know, he was like, just go to the training room, big dog. And so I'm in the training room and they try and bring me like some chicken noodle soup or just like the chicken mm-hmm. broth. And like, I was just drinking a lot of fluids and I, all right, let's see how this makes you. I take like two bites of it, have a bite of a Hawaiian roll and it all just comes out of me again. <laughs> just throw that up. So I'm, I'm like white as a ghost, brutal going through it. They hooked me up to some IV before the game. So I had two IVs the night before. I, uh, and then, yeah, I feel a little better. Go up to my room. They gave me a lot of meds to sleep. <laughs> you got to tell them what happens next. <laughs> I don't know if I should. I think you should because it's super funny. All right. All right. So, we, don't, we don't have to explicitly say it, but I will yeah. say this. They gave me a ton of medicine to sleep through the night. So like, I wouldn't feel my body if anything was happening because I was on a ton of medication to sleep through the entire night. I wake up and uh, had to leave the underwear behind. <laughs> I had to- Felt, I feel really bad for the cleaning crew that had to clean, oh. change those sheets. <laughs> oh, those white sheets weren't weren't very white after after that oh. night. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't I know just... if, any, if good thing we're in uh, Utah because I don't think many people may notice, but we actually after the game everybody was wearing the exact same outfit. We all had our red jumpsuit on, red shirt, red pants. But Danny, yeah, I, actually... I slept. I slept in my sweatpants because I was freezing cold from the IVs because it's like super cold like water that they just inject right into your blood so like it drops your temperature so i was freezing cold slept in my sweatpants they didn't make it through the night they, but they i had to bring it. those i couldn't leave those behind in the hotel so after the uh after the uh yeah, after the game it's like all right jumpsuits on the bus like sweatsuits on the bus like everyone's hyped up i'm like dude i don't have sweatpants to wear and uh roxy's going to town on my uh on the furniture but um I'm on IV, you know, right up, right in the morning. I wake up, put me back on IV, freezing cold, whatever. Play, finish the game, sweatsuits on the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm over there in the corner, like, there's no way he just said that. I have to put, I, I put on my my pants that have throw up all over them. I was like, dude, they gotta have another pair. There's no way you're wearing these, dude. Yeah. Hey, but all right. Any, besides the sickness, though, BYU was dope. There was a like a, a roll, like a, a skate ice rink outside our hotel, which was kind of cool. I wish we would have played a little later. I would have utilized it, but um, the mountains were beautiful. The stadium was great. The the the, tur- the grass was terrible. Definitely Whoa. the worst field I've ever played on. Awful. By far. Like, we knew it was gonna be bad going into it, but like it was, it, it held up to expectations. It was just as bad as as we were anticipating. Like we went out there pregame and it was like a little dewy, a little wet, and then obviously it started raining during the game a little bit, like. It was bad, and um, honestly, the elevation I didn't think was that was that big of a deal. I don't think I don't think it was big as a factor of people like on Twitter say it was. Like they're like, oh, Billy Bowman, like the elevation made him slower. But in reality, that that quarterback, yeah, like a lot he's of like don't know. he was like a ten-two sprinter or something like like something crazy. Like in high school, he was super like when we were like the scouting report said he was like faster than uh, Bean for Kansas, and that Kansas yeah. quarterback is extremely fast. So that quarterback has some wheels, but he still didn't catch Billy. And Billy said he Billy could see Billy is not slow. Billy is a very fast, you know, probably one of the faster guys on our team. But Billy said he could see him on low um on the scoreboard, like as he was running. So he knew he wasn't gonna catch him. So he slowed down, you know, to make it dramatic. So FYI for you guys that don't know. He slowed down so he could do a front flip into the end. Yeah, he, he wanted to be, you know, make it all speaking of Billy, another pick six. That's three on the year. Mm. Got absolutely snubbed. Snub. The board. I think that's so disrespect. Like, 
like I was I was more mad about Billy's thing than my like than me getting stubbed from the Butkus list. Like I don't even care that much. I was more so because Billy really deserves that award. He he flat out you know he balled the entire year. He really did everything. His stats were better than every single finalist on that on the, those three guys. But I know mean, we can get into that another time. But that's just disrespectful. It's crazy. But we'll see what, what what what's up with that. Um, I guess moving on next week, TCU. If Jaron, you want to dive into that one, what was what was preparing for TCU like for you? All right, y'all. So you know, when I was at OU, I used to get all the gear I could possibly really dream of. Man, now I had to get it just like y'all. <laughs> The good thing, though, is that the podcast is sponsored by Homefield Apparel. You've heard us talk about Homefield Apparel ever since the start of the season, all right? There are a lot of college apparel brands out there, but we wanted to partner with Homefield Apparel because their designs are the best out there. You got the Play Like a Championship t-shirt, the Vintage Quarter Zip, the Roughneck shirt, and, of course, the 2023 Softball World Series Championship t-shirts, baby. Be sure to go to homefieldapparel.com, filter, by Oklahoma and see what we're talking about. It's imperative that you look the part on game day and home field apparel make sure you do. All right. Our listeners get an exclusive deal using the code Prairie23. Y'all know what it is. That's Prairie23. That gets you 15% off your first order. Find what you want, add it to the cart, and use the code Prairie23 for 15% off. We know you're all wearing Sooner Gear, so if you're in need of a refresh, we really think you should re-up using home field apparel their designs are super unique and a lot of thought goes into each concept there's really nothing else on the market like what home field is doing so find them at homefieldapparel.com and again use the code prairie 23 for 15 percent off dude okay well first of all you just talked about your sickness we'll, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll circle we'll circle back we'll, around we'll circle back like Dude, I don't even know what it was. We had like a like a family barbecue get together this weekend. We watched the Oklahoma State game, which we'll get into that later as well. Like big get together. I don't know. Everybody everybody brought a bunch of food and stuff. I don't know what I ate, but I must have had something that that, that didn't agree with me. I woke up on uh I guess it would have been Sunday morning. Yeah, I woke up on Sunday morning. Was pretty much feeling like kind of how Danny was explaining. I just had the worst stomach pain of my life. I couldn't dude, I was so nauseous. I was throwing up everything I tried to eat. Just absolutely the worst intestinal pain they've ever had. And then that kind of, that was going on all day. So nauseous, pounding headache. I was like, dude, what? I like, I thought I had, I don't know what it was, food poisoning, stomach bug, whatever. But kind of had, kind of had what, what Danny was going through, struggling with that, been struggling with that for the past two days. I'm just not finally coming off of it. I had my real piece of food today. All I had yesterday was bananas and uh, mac and cheese. So basically, I've uh, I've been dealing with my own sicknesses the past few days. I'm finally coming off of that, feeling a little better. I had a pizza today. We'll see. We'll see how that how that goes down. But uh, but yeah. Anyways, circling back around, uh, what were we preparing for TCU? TCU, dude. I don't really remember much of anything. I've been too busy trying not to die on my deathbed here with this. All the sickness. weeks kind of blend together, but I remember, dude. Man, it's crazy. I remember BYU in March because I was going through, but. You know, TCU has a really good offense. I think, you know, looking back at the game, that third quarter really was just an anomaly for what we've been through the entire year, I think. No doubt. You know, it was kind of – we just let our foot off the gas, which is totally unacceptable. You know, it is what it is. Offense had an outstanding performance. They scored, I think, on mm-hmm. 10 of 12 possessions or something like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Or maybe even more, honestly. They, they've played phenomenal. But, you know, it was a fun game, man. The senior night, last one for all the seniors, man. 
we really just band together, put together a little 10 and two year. Obviously, you know, had two little letdowns, but I think overall, man, looking back from last year, it's a lot better conversation, 10 and two than six and seven. So, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, now we got SEC coming in the future. I'm really excited for that. But yeah. senior night was cool. A little fiasco that we had for him. We, we actually watched like pregame on Friday night. We oh, had a video. So uh, I guess every parent and like family made a little video. Of the seniors, the seniors' parents. Yeah. The seniors' parents made a video for like you know for their kid, you know about a little short message, and you know Coach V had them play it for in front of the whole team. And man, I really hope they don't do that again, you know, next year because it was so like everyone's just laughing so hard at everyone's family, like because like we don't we don't we never really see their family, and so it's like you see like the, a wide range of people, like like Jonah's mom like records her video like. Like she's right, like she has her camera set up like this, and it's just like, like, like I can't like the flash even, is just like the flash like, is on her. She's like Jonah, I'm so like she was really like wait. the combination like, of old people. Like, Jonah, trying. She was like Jonah, I'm so proud of you, and like we're all laughing so hard. And uh, it's the combination like, of like old people trying to use technology and like just them be, them being their parents and like seeing all their siblings and like I remember Andrew Rame's brother was in the background just looking at the camera making a funny face the whole time. It was so funny. Like we were crying. Yeah. And then um oh like Reggie's Reggie's wife sent a message and uh <laughs> you know, which is really sweet, you know, what a what a beautiful couple, but you know, there's some immature guys on the team. So, you know, Reggie had to address that, you know, and stop all that right away. There was some uh, hoot and hollering when Reggie's wife came on, you know. Yeah. Guys like me, I was, like, cheering for Reggie. I was like, yeah, Reggie, yeah, you got a wife. Good for you, man. But other guys, like, I don't know, maybe Danny was like, Oop, Not me. Definitely Reggie. not me. Don't do that. But um, And then, you know, the same instance happened for, you know. Let's not name drop that one. But, I wasn't uh, name dropping that one. I was there was, a, there was another, some, there some was of the mothers family. or sisters. Yeah, some mothers. And, no. You know, some some family members had um, some siblings that are they're very and, very um, very beautiful. You know, and there's guys and like uh, Lewis Carter and uh, and Kip Lewis. You know, who are very, you know, made it very persistent on what they're. In- <laughs> and, you know, that was that was hilarious. Coach V was laughing at stuff like that. It was it was a good it was a good time. It was hilarious though. It was really really cool for them and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, really really happy for those seniors, man, for how much they put into this. You know, Drake and Dylan. You know, it's great to see him succeed, man, especially Drake. You know, what a tremendous year he's had, you know, just being that little Norman kid and to come out and just be balling on the biggest stage, man. So, you know, sad it's over for them and everything, you know. Might have a, probably have another game with Drake. I don't see a chance he'd opt out of a bowl game, but I really don't know. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, Lebby's gone. Oh, wow. That happened over the weekend. We play uh-huh. defense, so, like, whatever. Like, it doesn't really change yep. us, but yeah, kind of crazy. I mean, I love kind of shows you the the roster turnover and how not even roster turnover, coaching turnover, how fast that changes in college football, and then getting to the next level in the NFL too. It just kind of shows how it's like a business. And uh, you know, every super super happy for him, obviously, and for his opportunity, he's totally deserving of it. No, for sure. Every single offensive coordinator since 1999 has become a head coach somewhere. Like, how crazy is that? So it was bound to happen. It's awesome. But um. It's good for him. And yeah, obviously, kind of like Danny said, can't can't say it enough how thankful and grateful for we are for the seniors and everything they've put into this program and kind of one of Coach B's biggest uh, state, uh, testaments was, you know, some of those guys, uh, you know, when they had the, the coaching change two years ago, they had the option to leave, go somewhere else. And 
you know, it just, it just shows the commitment and the loyalty of this program and, you know, what this place means to people, you know, like coaches come and go, but the university is, is a real thing. The people here and the support and, you know, those seniors and those guys that, that stuck it out really, really shows a testament to that. You know, it's something that coach Beaver's was really grateful for, obviously. Yeah, no facts. I think, yeah, Oklahoma's going to win no matter what. So appreciate Levy for everything he's done for us. I'm excited to see who they bring in next. And, you know, whoever gets the hire, man, they have a lot of players to work with. Great culture, great tradition. And, you know, we're going to keep it rolling in the SEC. No doubt. Kind of crazy. Going back, going back to the, the TCU game, the I don't know, Danny, I think you were out. You were always the captain, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Danny was out as the captain, so he didn't get to experience the, the little pregame tumble that went down. So, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, it was kind of uh, showcased on social media quite a bit this weekend. We actually, uh, we had a little bit of a, of a fall and a, and a trampede. Is that the right word? Trampede, stampede. A little trample situation with the with the pregame run out. You know, for those of you who don't know, we all, we all gather up and run out as a team and you know, they like to they like to make it a smoke show and, and, and put a bunch of a bunch dude. Of the smoke is scary. Smoke. <laughs> and you literally cannot see anything. So people, guys will hold on to the guys in front of them and just kind of shimmy out until you can see the daylight and ex- explode into the crowd and run out. Well, Coach V uh, clearly couldn't see where he was putting his feet and actually stumbled and uh, caused a chain reaction. Domino. No, effect okay, kind of thing. no, but you you see what happens. Like one of our one of our defensive linemen, Isaiah Co, has a little selfie stick. <laughs> I think he was looking at himself in the selfie stick and just flat out pushes Coach Venables to the ground. Oh, <laughs> and, and then he jumps turns, over him. Yeah, he just steps over him. And, you know, I talked to Coach V about it, you know, the next day. And next thing you know, brother, there's like 5,000 pounds getting, getting landed on Coach Venables. And, you know, he's, he said he was pissed, but not at anyone, just just mad just at the moment. It's like, I, was I mean, pissed. honestly, like, he, he's not going to admit it, but I know for a fact he was probably so scared. Like, yeah, like, dude, like, like, dude he, he was point. saying how he couldn't like get like move or anything. Like he probably dude, felt so could. like helpless, just getting like shoved around, pushed in that pile. It's like I know for a fact he was horrified, man. Just players, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I can only imagine, man. Thank gosh that wasn't me. I was actually in it. I was in the, near the middle of the pack, so like I didn't get the crazy part of it. But like I completely understand. Like what do you mean? Like when somebody's on top of you like that, and then somebody jumps on, like you can't move. I, there was there was like a solid ten second window where I just couldn't move. Like. You see guys like like Owen Heineke and Connor near the river like jump out and crawl out to the side and you know it ended up working itself out there in the end but it's, it was kind of a funny situation like everybody was just in a big dog pile and there's a bunch of smoke so like you couldn't even really tell what was going on but I don't know just, <laughs> we were laughing about it running out so. I, I remember because uh, I, I didn't know anything about this till like maybe during or after the game and me and Jan were like we're like why are Coach V's like knees like all yeah. scraped up like that's so weird and then. We finally put two and two together and realized he Dude. got trampled. Like I, I literally noticed his knees like most instantly because he's like, you know how head coach is. He's all he's all cleaned up, looking looking fresh. And I just noticed Coach V is just like looks like he just went got in a fight. I was like, what's going on here? Like why why is his knees covered in dirt and mud? Like what what went on? Like I finally no, figured it out. Crazy. He, he was at the front of that dog pile there. But uh, I think he's okay though. You know, fortunately, good for him. But um. We can get, you know, next week, well, after the game on Saturday, because we played on a Friday, which was honestly no complaints. I would love to play on every awesome. Friday. I, was, you know, I, get, I get the whole weekend to myself. You know, the week goes by quicker. You know, I, obviously for the fans, they don't like it, but it was a great time in Norman, Oklahoma, man. We were happy, you know, 11 a.m. on a Friday. Like, that's a blessing. But 
have an all day Friday, all day you know, Saturday. On Saturday, Saturday we kind of had like a we kind of had a block party in my neighborhood, you know, for all the you know teammates, friends, and family because you couldn't really do anything for Thanksgiving, and it had a pretty good turnout, all things considered. And you know, we were kind of had the uh, the Michigan Ohio State game on. You know, what a great game that was. And then we had obviously the BYU and um, Oklahoma State game all set up. And uh, I mean, I really thought BYU was going to pull it off. Man, they, they played they played a really good first half, and then kind of just you know everyone probably knows you know just kind of fumbled it there at the end. But it was you know I was there was all the highs and lows, man. Just that first half being like, all right, that's it. Like we got to get ready for Texas. Like let's let's do it. Like I'm I'm mm-hmm. pumped. And then towards the end, like man, this is not going the way I thought it would. It was really the way they lost. Like they were, even in that overtime, you know, they had a chance, and then freaking that fumble on that first and second overtime that was terrible. Yeah, it's crazy. But, I mean, that, that game was just a giant wave of emotions. I mean, because coming down pretty much to the going into overtime, coming down to the last play like that, like pretty much yeah. our chances to the to the championship right on this game. And it's a game like this. It's so back and forth, and you know the way it started to the way it's going now it was it was a, it was a fun game to watch. And obviously, a bunch of yeah, bunch our of setup power. actually we had the some generators and some tents set up and we're out there and it started pouring rain and then we're watching, we have these heaters set up, the heaters go out cause we've been out there for so long. The, the generators go out. So the TVs turn off next, thing you know, we're out in the tents in the rain, just watching on Jaren's phone. Like as soon as overtime started, all this happens, we're just watching for the last overtime, just all huddled around Jaren, just like praying that Oklahoma state loses this game. Mm-hmm. But you know, it is what it is. You know, obviously, we're kind of now just waiting on bowl games. I yeah. honestly have no idea what bowl game we could play in. I've heard okay. anywhere from a New York Six, Cotton Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, to Pop Tartar Alamo Bowl. But we'll see. Yeah. It's not even the Cheez-It Bowl anymore, dude. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, they they re- rebranded it to the Pop they, they saw They saw my caption, and, you know, they're like, all right, Cheez-It's ain't in, man. We got we to gotta figure something else out. What was your caption? Like the one I posted after the – the FSU game, but I'm not even a, a cheese it guy. I'm more of a goldfish guy myself. Yeah, something like speaking, that. Speaking of Danny's captions, Danny actually has had uh, got quite the attention for his Instagram captions going on. Uh, mm. For those who don't know, I can't remember. Was this after the BYU game? Yeah, after the yeah, BYU so game. So following the BYU game, you know, Danny made another one of his viral remarks. Uh, what was what was what? Tell us tell us the backstory behind that and how that all went down. And yeah, well, you know, I was leaving the facility and Con- Connor Near calls me. And he's like, dude, I want to call – he's like, what do you think of this caption? And he told me the caption, you know, the caption is, uh, I'm like communion, that cracker with the juice. You know, amazing caption, by the way. You know, a little on the edgy side, but, you know, it, it, it plays. And it, she'll, she'll rock. And um, Connor was like, should I use that caption? I was like, dude, for sure, that's sick. And I wake up. He didn't use the caption. I was like, I'm using the caption, you know. So you snooze, you lose. Another man's trash is one man's treasure. And so, um, so yeah, use the caption. Next thing you know, it blows up it's everywhere. Little Yachty commented on it, kind of sick. He said, bar, you know, very man, a few words. And then Christian McCaffrey just used two emojis, you know, appreciate the, the interactions, you know, thank you. And so, yeah, and I guess it got posted on a few sites. Um, but it was cool for a little bit, you know, a little, little viral moment over here. Yeah, Danny's and, uh, had his, his fair share of viral, quote unquote, viral moments. This- this year and uh a funny story we were actually sitting at a uh, at team dinner on uh it's what thursday right thursday yeah thursday Thanks, night we actually we get 
get talking to coach venables about it and coach v like didn't understand what viral meant he's like yeah he no like, idea what, what does that mean going viral like what what is it he's like we had to kind of like explain to him like when you get a lot of hits or whatever in kind of an he old was, man's old man's yeah term. he doesn't know i guess he doesn't know like what happened during texas when he went viral i guess he's kind of i think he's still oblivious about that so no one break his little bubble he's got going on we don't want to ruin that that's for sure he does love twitter though you know he's he's quite the quite fun i don't twitter. he's like he's on twitter but i don't think he's on twitter like i don't think he keeps up with stuff he just kind of has his own little following about like, dude, a football know. bubble dude i don't but, know dude he'll, he'll talk about the stuff he saw in the twitterverse all the time like he's true He's like, he's know. probably like Internet Explorer. He's just super late to like late to stuff. Oh yeah, no doubt. He he always shows us like YouTube Shorts and team meetings. So like he's probably on the YouTube Shorts all day. And those, for those of you who don't know, those are like watered down from all of the other media platforms. Like by the time something gets to YouTube Shorts, it's like two. It happened two months ago on TikTok, or happened two months ago on whatever relevant app there is. Yeah, like for our YouTube Shorts, it's like four weeks late on the on the podcast. You know, that's just how it goes. Like you could get yeah, dude. You can go on YouTube Shorts right now and find some TikTok about OU Texas, bro. There's probably there's probably a YouTube Short that just got posted about Nick Anderson's touchdown. Like that's just it's that late. It's just how it goes. So now, kind of, what does your week look like, Jaron? You know, week off. Yeah, I mean, week off. You know, like I said, sorry, the week started off great. First two days of the week, which is absolutely sick out of my mind. Couldn't couldn't even get out of bed. You know, uh, it's it's a week off. You know, obviously we're getting in and you know doing like voluntary workouts with some of the guys and. You know, just trying to trying to stay on top of it, stay prepared, because you know we are playing in a bowl game. You know, it's not like we're done for the season or anything. And so, so we got to stay on that. You know, it is it is nice to have a little bit of time off. Uh, we're, we we I feel like a regular student right now because we have not we don't really have any football responsibilities this week except we have a team meeting. Um, but other than that, like I just have so much free time. I don't even know what to do with myself. Like if I was like this all the time, I'd probably get a four with a biomechanical engineering degree or something. But no, it's, real, it's actually insane. Like yesterday, I had so much time on my hands. I literally ended up sitting in the coach's office for like three hours. I was like, "What am I doing right now?" This is like cherished free time. I'm just wasting it, but I don't know what to do with myself. And then yeah. today, we got a workout in. You know, got some treatment. Been really productive. You had an exam. I think I did really good on it. I actually had time to study for once, which is which is rare. Crazy. But um, you know, we kind of had to. Um, I was just sitting there. I was like one thirty. Connor's like, "What are you gonna do?" I was like, I don't know. Like, I get, it feels like we have team meeting in 30 minutes. Like, I get taped up, but we, it was so it was strange. Practice, yeah. I was just like, this is just so like out of pocket. It just doesn't feel right. Like having so much time right now. Yeah. And, um, but honestly, it's been nice. You know, I feel like, like you said, like a little regular student can study for my, my test, which I need to, which is and, good. Um, we got finals and stuff coming up. So it's good to be a regular student for these next, however long it is to the bowl game. You know, I got, what, I got what, sp- what, what bowl game do you want to play in? Dude, I really I have no preference. I mean, it's probably not the Pop Tart Bowl because we've already been there, so I want to see something new. And then yeah, I've, I've been to the Alamo Bowl and I've been to like the two bowls. It's like you said, like, I'm excited we're going to a new conference because it's like new, all new bowl like yeah. potential things. But you know, I honestly the Alamo Bowl is kind of fun. Like I'm not saying that's what we're gonna get. I'm not hoping that's what we get. But like if we do, I didn't really mind that. I think it was kind of fun being the Riverwalk was fun with everybody and except the games just played really late. So we'll see how that goes. But I've also heard rumors of uh, Cotton Bowl, which would be nice to be in Dallas. So no that us up. But, well, you got, you got anything else? Any any closing comments, shout-outs or anything? Uh, I want to give a shout-out. You know, Actually, shout-out my boy, G-Baby. 
you know, he just he just walked in the crib. If you want to say what's up to the podcast, I'm feeling man. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate Danny Stutzman. Appreciate Jaren. Um, thank y'all for everything. Thank you. Hey, those I guess. Hey, those are some good closing words right now. I guess we can just wrap it up there. Appreciate you, G Baby. Uh, you got anything, Jaren? Nah, just just what G Baby said. We appreciate you guys. We we appreciate the support. Sorry, for, sorry for the delayed posts. You know, we're yeah, we're it's happy. The holidays, get... you gotta understand. You know, everything slows yeah. down. You see, we got the Christmas decorations. I got the little, you know, little bows up. Jaren's got the tree. You know, mm-hmm. we're in the festive mood, but yeah, no doubt. You know, don't forget, don't forget to spend time with your family. You know, be thankful for what you have. You know, it's glad to get back on here and, and uh, talk for you guys. So. Oh, and uh, a great gift. You know, if you guys are looking to figure, can't figure out what to buy. You know, my merch is still available. If you do want to, you know, send that out, it'd be an amazing stocking stuff for even, you know, the big final gift of the year. You know, it'd be amazing to support. So, yeah. That's it. All right. All right. All right. See you guys. Later. Another, another great episode. <laughs>